Hi, I'm Adam Lewis, and welcome to Dear IQ and our High IQ Topics series. This is different than our normal curriculum podcast episodes and our standalone topics that go along with our High IQ videos on YouTube. They're shorter and supplement our normal podcast in this way with direct tactics to help you up your deer hunting game. In this episode, we're going to look at making buck profiles, a data-driven tactic that is quite possibly your best bet to kill a mature buck. What are they and how do you make and utilize them to push the odds in your favor? That's what we're going to take a look at in this episode. And I will say this is a novel tactic uh, that isn't talked about much. And the system shared here was developed by me, so you won't find it anywhere else. Before we get into the nitty gritty details of buck profiles, a couple of things real quick, especially if you're new here. First, you'll notice we have an IQ ranking system where beginner is one IQ, intermediate is five IQ, and 10 IQ is our advanced content. This is true for our podcast as well as our blogs and videos, so you can best get content to meet you where you're at. I try to really figure out who these would be best for, but even though this is a 10 IQ episode, it's pretty detailed, I think anybody can get really good stuff out of it. Second, I invite you to subscribe, rate this podcast if you're listening, and check out all our other great content. We have videos and also our blog. And actually on this episode, there's a blog article, and this one's kind of difficult, I think, to uh, get across on the audio. So if you want to also read the blog and have that version of it, I'll link it below as well. We also have a free journal that goes along with our curriculum-based podcast. If you haven't checked that out, that is a great way if you take your deer hunting seriously. It's a great way to really help you up your game and fast track your growth. You can download that as well and listen along or watch along with our video and audio versions of our podcast. And stay to the end because I have a few takeaways and challenges for you to really help you apply this, think about it, and again, get that uh, quick growth and really help you up your game as a deer hunter. So stay and listen for that. Okay, now let's take a look at how to make a buck profile your best bet to kill a mature buck. It's an easy trap for whitetail hunters to fall into, spending too much of their precious time hunting elusive and downright unkillable bucks. But there is a solution that will put meat on the table and antlers in your grasp, and it's by profiling a killer. First, we have to talk about the trap of trail cameras. They're a great tool, but there's negative to them as well. In this age of trail cameras, it can be easy to fall into the trap of thinking every deer that shows up in your pictures is killable. In reality, they are not. Thinking so is a fatal error that causes many wasted hunts and missed opportunities on bucks elsewhere. There are two types of buck profiles we're going to talk about here. A general profile to help you target the right deer and a specific buck profile to identify weaknesses in a particular deer based on his personality. Let's look at the general profile first. Okay, for a general profile, think of this as a filter to help determine which bucks to hunt based on evidence. 
when you run across a buck from scouting and gathering data and evidence that fits this well-thought-out decision filter, think of it that way, you get a yes pop out the other end and you know you should put time in on this buck. However, when you see that huge buck show up at night that makes your mouth water but does not meet the requirements, you need to be able to pass on him for the time being because he's a no in this filter. So yes, you need to make a profile and find bucks that actually fit it. But how do you do that? So these are four factors that are musts for me. Things I need to see in order to actually go after a buck and know he's killable by this system. Your profile may be a bit more specific. You can add to it or whatever, but these are four things it needs to have. Keep notes on bucks you find until you find one that fits the profile and gives you a yes. Then hunt him. Okay, buck profile trait number one. Shows himself in daylight. If a buck you're hunting never shows up in daylight, it's impossible to kill him. Legally, at least. So why hunt him unless he proves that he's killable? Many times hunters pursue bucks they see show up at night at feeders, on their trail cameras, but never have intel or real data to prove that he is active when he can be killed. Why do we do this? Maybe out of ego or just that irresistible draw to the mythical ghost buck, or maybe because of the challenge of such a task. We're just drawn to it, right? However, chasing him in this case does not put the odds in our favor. Yes, you never know when he may show up in daylight, and betting on the rut does put that chance in your favor a bit more. But if you don't have sufficient evidence this characteristic is present, you probably should not waste your time on him. So, what's your play? In this case, stay out but keep tabs on him. If he shows in the day, he starts fitting this profile more, and you may be able to move in on him if he fits the other criteria we're going to talk about. Otherwise, stay out and hunt elsewhere until he fits this part of the killer profile. Buck profile trait number two you're looking for, or the second part of this filter, is he able to be patterned? This is all about odds. If you don't know anything about his movements, habits, or patterns, then odds are pretty low that he will just show up randomly in a place you happen to hunt. This requires intel from scouting. This could be on foot scouting, glassing, uh, using trail cameras, uh, observation sits in the woods or where you're hunting, all those sorts of things to gather this intel. The more clues you have about him, the better you can tell if he fits the profile. Does he show repeating patterns that will help you kill him? Let's break this down into two parts to help with that. First, let's look at the places he shows up. Does he show in areas at certain times of the year? based on maybe past experience and intel like trail camera photos? Or does he get careless certain times of the year that you've noticed? If you can find predictable repeating patterns, this is what you're looking for. This could be routes he takes from bedding to feed, where he likes to feed on a consistent basis, where he cruises during the rut, again if you're seeing patterns of this year after year, or other repeating occurrences of his travel. The key here is repeating, and the more he repeats, the better. The second part of this is the places he lives. 
Can you find his home range and favorite bedding areas? Does he like to bed on a certain ridge for a certain wind? Or is he just occasionally cruising through your ground, maybe at night, but spends most of his time somewhere else? If that's the case, he's pretty unkillable to you. Answering these questions is key to getting a buck patterned and determining if he fits the profile of one you can kill. So what's your play here? The key, again, is intel, and if you don't have it, you won't know if he fits the profile and is therefore worth spending your precious time on. Again, look at your time as being very precious and you don't want to waste it. Gather intel as if your life depends on it and make your decisions with it. Remember, there are only so many good days during the year, so you've got to make them count. Okay, like this episode so far? Well, if you do, I invite you to rate it and leave a review. And consider sharing this with a buddy who you think may benefit from hearing it. That really helps the podcast grow and it's greatly appreciated. And do you know your Deer IQ? Do you think your deer smart? Why don't you take our Deer IQ test and find out? It's fun and easy and it's linked below. Check it out so you can compare. We also give this to our guests on our podcast. Compare how you did to them, which we reveal during the episodes. And also let us know how you did on the test, if you dare, on social media. You can find us on both Instagram at Deer Hunter IQ and on our Facebook page. We have a private group. Both are linked in the description. So join the Deer IQ community of fellow serious hunters. Okay, and now let's get back to buck profiles. Buck profile trait number three, he haunts or inhabits huntable areas. You now have him patterned, hopefully, but if he does not hang or travel in a huntable area on your property or where you're hunting, then you may have to scratch him off the list. Do you know where he beds? Do you know how he accesses food and bedding areas so you can catch him coming and going? Do any of these areas he frequents, in daylight again, allow you to get in and out without alerting him. If your entry and exit are not rock solid, or if he just does not like to show much in huntable areas on your ground, attempting to hunt him may just drive him out of the area for good. So you gotta beware. So what's your play? In this case, do a property inventory. Get a map out and put on it his bedding, feed, and travel routes as best you can based on your gathered intel. Find potential stand sites close to these where you can catch him in daylight that are low impact. And identify potential routes to come and go with minimal intrusion as well. If you can't find these, keep searching and keep an open mind about how and when you can hunt him. However, if not, if you can't find these, the check mark may have to go from huntable to unhuntable on your hit list. Okay, now let's look at buck profile trait number four. Again, all three of these have to be true so far, and then plus this one. And number four is, is he a buck you'd be happy with shooting? This is probably a no-brainer for some, but also it is essential. No one wants to hunt a buck they don't want to actually shoot, but at the same time, we want to have success. There is a balance that must be found when putting bucks through the profile's filter to see if a yes or a no pops out at the other end. Again, these should not be pipe dreams, and we don't want to waste time. 
But just because a one and a half year old spike makes it easily through the filter does not mean you should shoot him either. Be realistic with your area and your goals and making a killer profile like this can really amp up your odds of taking a great buck, a mature buck, this season. Okay, so that's a general profile on a buck to figure out if he's shootable or not if he makes the list. Um, now let's look at specific buck profiles. Some of these are repeating with some things we just said. But here are some specific personalities to look out for, tells, to tip you off on certain bucks and how you can best hunt them. The first thing you should look for is, is he sedentary or mobile? According to recent MSU Collar Buck research, bucks fit into two categories, sedentary and mobile. Sedentary bucks tend to be homebodies and stick to their area and are much easier to pattern. Mobile bucks have several home areas they bounce back and forth to and from at certain times of the year. Try to categorize bucks as you inventory them and gather data into these two categories, finding out what the home areas are for sedentary bucks, which should make them a bit easier to kill, and when mobile bucks show and disappear on your property, figuring that out, that timeline, which may make them harder to kill. In fact, some mobile bucks may need to be checked off your list due to that, especially if they leave where you can hunt during the season. Okay, once you've done that, now look for specific tells, and there can be many, many of these. I'm gonna list a couple that I've seen that you can start with and really look at to try to uh, find the chink in the armor, so to say, of a specific buck. The first one is his level of aggression or lack thereof. This will reveal how aggressively you can actually hunt him, like call to him, rattle, use decoys or not, even invade scrapes and challenge him with certain scents. Some bucks will react, some won't. You have to really read them based on their level of aggressiveness. So try to key in on that with your observations, his interactions with other deer, both in season and out of season. Another tell is if he hangs out with specific bucks, which can help you know when he is in the area, especially if he has a subordinate buck he's hanging out with. This is something I capitalized on this year on public land in Michigan with a 10 point that was hanging with a six point and I knew he was in the area when the six point showed up. He was, maybe he didn't show up on the camera, but he was always somewhere nearby. And dominant bucks will use a subordinate buck, so to say, to check for safety. Not to get into the whole story, but the night I shot this 10 point, I noticed first the six point, and the 10 point wasn't too far behind. The six point came into a scrape, straight downwind, didn't smell me, and this was a cue for the 10 point to come in close enough for me to get a shot. So you can really key off other deer what you notice about them, if you see them on trail cameras, if you know certain bucks are hanging with other certain bucks. It can definitely be a tell, and in that case, what I was seeing on trail cameras and different things helped me key in on when I could kill him. There could be many other nuanced characteristics you can observe and keep track of to help you on your quest to kill a mature buck, but the main point is paying close attention for these tells being honest about when and if you can actually kill him, and using a buck profile to your advantage 
to help seal the deal. Okay, here are some high IQ takeaways and challenges. These are things to really think about to really help you up your game and improve as a deer hunter. First, analyze how you are gathering data on bucks, if you are at all, and also how you are logging this intel. How do you keep track of it? What can you do better to organize, log, and identify key traits of bucks? I might suggest using some sort of Excel file or something like that. Second, analyze past years and also your specific hunts. How much time are you spending hunting bucks that are really unshootable by the above four standards? How can you change this? And this one takes really being honest about your hunts and thinking back through that. And last, share this with a buddy, like I said, who may benefit and sign up for our newsletter so you don't miss any new Deer IQ content, including our blog, High IQ videos when they come out, and our educational podcast. And yes, you can find and follow us on YouTube as well. We have a video series there, as well as the video version of our podcast. So join the Deer IQ community there as well. And I'll see you on the next Deer IQ podcast.